What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, so you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, only have two topics to topic, two topics to talk about. <laughs> I don't know why, you know, I took me some troubles to say that. But anyways, two topics. Uh, let's get right into it. First topic I want to say... Uh, I'm dedicating this episode to just this segment in general to Nigel Shelby. Nigel Shelby is the 15-year-old teenage uh, boy out um, from Alabama who took his life because of bullying, and he was being bullied because uh, he was gay. So, yeah, far too often we hear so- stories just like that happening. And I'm sick of this shit, basically. I mean, I've always already sick of this shit, but it really, it really pains me. Pains me when I see stories like that. When I read situations like that, no one should have to. No one should be bullied. Period. But no one should have to be bullied because of their differences, and no one should feel as though the way to stop the bullying is by uh, killing themselves. And it's very unfortunate that that's what went on in the mind of Nigel Shelby. But in no way, shape, or form am I going to tell him or say here that he did, he made the wrong decision. The people who made the wrong decision are the bullies. The people who made him feel like his life wasn't worth living simply because he of his sexuality. That's what's fucked up. That's who is... What that's what's uh that's who are uh the people who are doing wrong, um, but I do want to give my uh prayers and condolences to Shelby's family, close friends, and all the people of the LGBT community or people of not uh, not of the community who uh lost loved ones due to suicide because of bullying. Like I said, this is the this is a situation we hear far too often and I say we as in you me and everybody now you may want to act like you don't hear it you may not give a damn okay this isn't me trying to convince you to give a damn or feel the way that I feel about it but this is my podcast and I am the one doing the talking so I'm sharing my thoughts you can feel however the hell you want to feel about them you can agree disagree feeling different Heck, timestamps in the description box below. You can skip to the next segment if you want to. That'll be the last segment anyways. And if you don't like that segment, listen to other episodes. It's in the first episode. So, all I gotta say here is it's fucked up. And I know this seems like a real trash ass, I guess. uh, 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 I don't know. Segment dedicated to Shelby, uh, Nigel Shelby. But please let not, do not let the length or whatever the hell I'm saying here uh, dictate how I truly feel about this situation. Like I said, I hate seeing uh, reading these situations, especially when it's and I'm not saying because it's when it happens to people so young. I feel more uh, I feel, I guess, sadder about th- that when it happens to older people because again it sucks either way but it just when somebody is so damn young like 15 years old and they have their entire life ahead of them um 
and then they decided to take <coughs> take their life. <coughs> Sorry, but they decide to take their life uh, because of you know just just life being too fucking hard for them. Okay, now people could be assholes and say, well, Shelby could have chose not to be gay and he wouldn't have been bullied. I mean, bullying happens to everybody, gay or not. That's number one. Number two, um, you're a fucking asshole if that's what you're thinking. I'm not going to get in the full schematics of people's thoughts because I didn't pay attention to what naysayers had to say. And I don't even think I saw any type of naysayers. I think, I thought, I think that a lot of the people who are uh, homophobic as fuck just saw the situation and they decided not to post their reaction online because they knew they were going to get backlash for it or they just had a nice little laugh about it, uh, you know, to themselves. I don't want to go that route. I don't want to go. I don't want my thinking to go that far. I do not want to turn this segment into the fuck the haters type of segment. I just want to once again send best uh, prayers, wishes, all that to his family, Nigel Nigel Shelby's family. I'm going to keep saying his name, Nigel Shelby's family, his friends, close loved ones, and anybody else who has lost a loved one of the LGBT community to suicide because of the bullying. This shit has to stop. The bullying has to stop. Um, this is why they fight. This is why they have allies who are fighting alongside with them. Y'all want to make this into a religious thing or any type of other thing. Um, but at the end of the day, this is a human being we're talking about. Fuck what your religion says. Fuck what some book says. Fuck what whatever, right? Your pastor, your scheming ass pastor who's touching little boys anyways or cheating on his wife anyway. So he's not really following what the Bible says anyways or whatever their religious book says anyways. Fuck what that person has to say. Let's talk about another human being real quick. Let's let's value human life, okay? Especially to you all live at matter uh, fools. And I said I wasn't going to turn this to that fuck hater segment, but this is the last thing I, I'm going to say. To you all live matter fools, show it. Show it. Show that you really mean that all lives matter. Show that you really care about all lives. Don't just come out when you see a bunch of black folks screaming black lives matter. Don't just come out when you hear my outro and I'm saying black lives matter. This nigga need to stop calling. I, I don't want to talk to this motherfucker. All he does is, this is some dude I know. All he does is complain about the, quote, bitches in his life. But he's cheating on every fucking girl that he got. Even the good girls that he gets. He's cheating on them. I don't know how this nigga gets so many fucking girls. And I get one girl every other fucking year. But this nigga need to stop calling me. Either or, stop not to get sideswiped. I ain't going to cut that out either. Show that you really care about all lives, okay? That's all I'm going to say to you all lives bad activists. If you're not going to really care about it, shut the fuck up, okay? Once again, rest in peace to Nigel Shelby. If there's anything that I can do other than spreading the word, uh, 
you know, if there's a like a GoFundMe, or, I don't know what what kind of uh, funeral service or whatever they're having, or if they already had one. If I could donate to something, if I could spread the word still about something else, please reach out, whether you're a family member or not. Reach out to me and uh, give me the details, and I will gladly do my part as much as I can. So that's that. I'm going to hit y'all with an ad, and then we'll get on to the uh, next and last segment. All right, back. With the final segment, I'm going to talk about this whole Will Kane first take situation now. I ain't going to front. I have no idea who Will Kane is. I had no idea who he was until I saw this clip. I am familiar with first take. I do not watch first take because when it does come on in the daytime, I'm typically doing something. I'm either recording these episodes or writing or I'm at the gym or, you know, I'm working on something around the house and stuff. Um, and I don't even really know what time. I just know it comes on in the daytime. But it's usually around a time where I'm busy anyways doing something. Um, two, not to take away anything from Matt Kellerman and Stephen A. Because I like them pairing together. When I do catch first take, they are a very entertaining, uh, insightful duo. But... First Take isn't uh, a show that I typically watch. It's not, uh, it, a lot of sports, you know, uh, outtake shows like that, talk shows. Uh, I don't really view into them because all the sports information that I want, <laughs> I watch. So if I want to know, you know, what what's the deal about this basketball game or the series and stuff like that, I will watch that. So I don't need to hear, uh, you know, someone else's opinion on this shit. Even though I do listen to sports podcasts and stuff, that's mainly because I genuinely like other people's opinions on a lot of other shit. Uh, And I do like the opinions of uh, Matt Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith. Uh, But that's neither here or there. This isn't what Ernest watches, you know, during the daytime or what does he watch on TV segment. I'll probably do that for a future episode if there's nothing to talk about, I guess. But, uh... So, Will Kane, I guess, is a guy who frequents the show uh, because of the comments I saw. People were always saying, how come they always have Will Kane on the show? And I could answer that. Based on this one video that I saw, this video being my introduction to Will Kane and how his political views are clearly different from the views of Stephen A. Smith's and, and, and Max Kellerman's. Uh, you know, I, and I hope that is Matt Kellerman. That's Matt Kellerman, right? <laughs> if I get him fucked up, that's my fault. Uh, yeah, that is Matt's. Uh, so, his political views are totally different from theirs, right? So, before I play the video for y'all, because I will play the video. His political views are totally different. So, I think it's obvious when you have somebody... It's not obvious all the time, but in these times, it is obvious. Where you have people with two totally different political views, it can cause a heated debate uh, or an argument, right? And on TV, debates, arguments, negativity in general, it, it causes people to look. It causes ratings. Shit, on podcasts, when people are bad-mouthing other people and shit. They get ratings, okay? Uh, 
when podcasts are bad mouthing other podcasts, it gets them ratings and shit like that. Now I'm not gonna pull these stunts. If I have something negative to say, it's because it was in my mind and I had to get it off my mind, right? Um, but I never do it because oh my god, it's gonna give me these ratings because more more than likely it's not. Um, that's just the real tea. But uh. <laughs> <clears throat> let me clear my throat, let me press play, and like like I say all the time, I hope that it does play, even though every time I play the clip for y'all, it's it, you can hear it, so, but I'm still gonna put that hope out there, so, God, please, anyways, I'm about to press play, turn this microphone slash cell phone toward the laptop, press play, and I'll shut up now. Oh, come the fuck on now. Alright, so it did a little skip. That's why I was like, calm the fuck on now. It did a little skip, uh, but the rest of the video played. It's all good. Um, but yeah, you hear it. You heard Stephen A. You heard uh, Will Kane, And one of the, the last voice that you heard was Matt Kellerman's. Okay, so I'm going to start with saying this. I think that... Even though I disagree, let me make it clear, 
I am totally disagree with Will Kane. Uh, because what Matt Kellerman basically was saying, um, and a bit what what Stephen A was saying, uh, is what I'm going to say. Just re re regurgitated in my words. But the only thing Will Kane got it right that I feel like he had a point in is when he said, "There's always going to be a group of people who feel upset, and whether they're upset." Uh, where, where their feelings are justified or not, it's dangerous. Well, especially if uh, those feelings aren't really just justified. They're going to just turn around. And it, all it takes is a small group of them to cause an outrage, most likely online. Um, because if you, it may appear large online, but put that out in, in real life, it's actually minute it's not as big as it appeared online online social media is a small world so i mean small groups appear big in small worlds right but when you put a a a small group in a big world such as the real world you can obviously see that they're not as large they're not as loud they're not as dangerous they're not as smart well they're not smart period but they're not as smart uh, loud, large, dangerous, or scary as they appear to be online in this small world of social media, okay? But he was saying, Will Kane, when he brought up the fact that all it takes is a small group to cause some type of change, uh, and it will reverse shit that was already, ha- will cause some type of change in general, I think he's right on that. I think Will Kane is right, and I think that what we need to do as a society is better monitor the outrage, not just go based off of, well, these people feel bad, so let's change shit. Now, what he was arguing, I totally disagree with, and I'm going to get into that, but for the simple fact of the matter is, all it does really take nowadays is a small group of individuals to say, this is fucked up, and they have no real justification as to why they feel as though it's fucked up. They just want to bitch and complain and cry. I've talked about this plenty of times on this podcast. I've talked about how people just like to complain because they got nothing going on for, for themselves in their lives. So taking control of somebody else or being able to take control of something gives them a small type of high of, oh my God, I I caused this type of change. And they're not directing that type of uh, proactive mentality uh, productively. It's not really proactive, but they're not directing that mentality to a more productive state to where they should be thinking about real change. Thinking about real issues. Now, I guess Will Kane is mad because not only because of the removal, he brought up like removals like statues and shit. He talked about Obama and all this other stuff. I'll get into that. But he's mad because Kate Smith, this old racist fat bitch singer, right, from back in the days, right? She made a bunch of songs, uh, a bunch of racist songs, songs with racist, racist content on it. But she's also sung, or she's one of the many people, singers, who have her own rendition of God Bless America. 
sports teams like the Yankees and I think other sports teams in general are saying, nah, we're not going to play her version because of the history of who Kate Smith is. Kate Smith is a racist singer who sung about racist shit. Will Kane takes offense to that because he's saying, well, you know, that happened almost a decade ago. And that was 30 years ago, actually, that she made these songs. And, you know, we should be able to forget that and say, okay, that was the times then. These are the times now. You can do that when times have changed. But they haven't. Sure, do you have... Kate Smith's out there making outright just making racist music and they're putting it out there for the for 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 the populace to hear? Probably not because of how we are today. How sensitive in a good way we are to race related issues and racism. So there aren't going to be artists out there even if they are uh, racist as fuck. They're not going to be as bold as Kate Smith was 30 years ago putting out those racist songs. Right? Because, once again, or eight, you know, eight, eight, uh, almost, uh, a decade ago or whatever. How the fuck he put it? However long that was. They're not going to be as brave as Kate Smith was. Because... Those were the times where racism, where uh, it wasn't, you, you could, you, covert racism really wasn't a thing. Now, Matt's brought up, hey, not all white people were racist. Not white, all white people are racist. But for us to ignore that and say, well, you know, that was just the path. That's bullshit because we're repeating ourselves. We're going to continue to repeat the same mistakes, the same ugly history of the United States. If we do not look at the past and say, we do not want to live that way. We do not want uh, to live. We don't want our country to be like this. So. The simple fact of the matter is Will Kane can't see that. I my my initial thoughts of this man or my thoughts of this man now is this man's an idiot. And he's one of those fools who is ignorant by choice, which makes him the idiot. See, there's ignorance because you simply don't know. And then there's ignorance by choice, meaning that you just don't even want to know. People are presenting why you should not argue these things or why you should have, you should think about uh, racism or just any type of other bigotry or uh uh just just ugly mindset and behavior why you should think of these things differently instead of thinking of them as well this was an old thing that happened back then and we need to stop living in the past because it really isn't that simple as i stated before you can only make statements like that if the world we live in today wasn't the way that it uh, it is now. If racism didn't exist, if sexism didn't exist, if homophobia didn't exist, clearly if homophobia didn't exist, I wouldn't have had needed to do the first segment for Nigel Shelby. 
the 15-year-old who took his life because he was bullied for being gay. Nigel was, isn't the first teen to do that. He isn't the first gay person to do that. We need to talk about these situations because, once like Matt stated, that's how we continue to make a better future. Now, Stephen A. brought up points. That was good as well. When I said, when, when he said, uh, it seems to be the people who aren't the offended party, the ones telling people, how they should feel or when they should get over something or the past was the past. I don't see how that could be an appropriate response to anything other than the simple fact of the matter is like I keeps, like I said, the past truly is the past and None of the effects of the past is in any way, shape, or form infiltrating how people think or act in the present and in the future. The simple fact of the matter is, yes, there may not be Kate Smiths out there singing about racism and and uh, just just bravely putting those racist songs out there. To top the charts of the Billboard Country, uh, you know, uh, Billboard or some shit like that. They may not be Kate Smiths out there, but the simple fact is, there's still racism. There's still homophobia. There's still all these other types of hate groups and hateful mindsets out there. So we cannot just ignore them because they were prevalent 30 years ago. 40 years ago, 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. When they're still happening right now. Okay? It's it's really that simple. And like I said, Will Cain just strikes me as somebody who is choosing to be ignorant. So, when you choose to be ignorant to things, you're an idiot to me. So, in short, Will Cain's an idiot. I don't have to have watch. I don't need to watch more episodes of First Take. I don't need to go back on YouTube and do a backlog of all the episodes Will Kane was on first take uh, arguing with Stephen A and Matt's. Um, I don't need to do all that. All it took was this one clip. Two, this one two minute and 30 something second clip that made me say, oh, this is what Will's all about. Yep. Got it. Got it. Because what else, like, you can probably say, you can't do that, that's unfair. And it may be, it may be unfair. But I don't think Will's mindset is fair. I don't think Will is being fair, period. 
And I'm not saying because I don't think he his mindset is fair or he's being fair that it is okay for me to be unfair. It may be unfair for me. I'm saying it may be. I, I don't think it's 100% unfair of me to say, wow, this is what Will thinks and what Will believes. He's a fucking idiot. I don't think it's 100% fair, uh, unfair for me to say that. I just don't want to be the individual that is looking at, that saw one clip and says, this is Will Kane. So if I do see more Will Kane clips and he does say something that I do agree with, which I mentioned, I mentioned a few minutes ago, I do agree that the outrage uh, that it, it gets it gets mixed up with actual real outrage, but then you have people, again, that are outraged or they say they're outraged about something simply because they're fucking losers and they just want to complain about shit. And they get off on this idea of being mad and, and complaining about shit and getting the attention behind it that they get for complaining about some shit that is pointless. Uh, so when Will brings up that and he brings up the idea of basically uh, what he was saying was libtards or just liberals uh, being hypocrites because they'll complain about something and then by their standards, they'll hold things to a certain standard and then their standards, uh, uh, many of the politicians that they ride for or just people that they ride for in general and themselves completely break those same standards that they're holding for everybody else. And then it will be in a uh, if we continue to live in a world where again we let these we're not regulating that out we're not uh uh well let's not say regulating but we're not carefully looking at the outrage and saying okay this is worth being outraged about this is worth looking into or fighting for or seeing uh paying attention to basically or this isn't worth it if we're not going to do that if we're just going to take every fucking crybaby out there and i hate to call the people who are actually outraged crybabies but that's not what i'm saying those aren't the cry those aren't the people i'm talking about i'm talking about the people who i and will kane was talking about the people who don't really the losers those who just want to complain because they like to complain because it gives them a sense of accomplishment because they're not satisfied with their life at the end of the day. Right? Um, and there are people like that out there. You may be thinking, oh, I don't know. Like, nah. There are people like that out there. Uh, you may not have, you may not be that, that, that individual. You may not have experienced those individuals. Uh, I think you probably have probably experienced some of those individuals but you couldn't tell the difference because a lot of them do sound convincing like they know what they're talking about but they don't but uh not to get on them it's will kane situation again like i said dude sounds like an idiot he gives me the vibe of somebody who is willfully ignorant somebody who doesn't Want to think differently at all. Because his emotions are too. 
he gives me the vibe of the white guy that will scream racism or that will say stupid shit like uh, it's <clears throat> it's hard for white men to get jobs now because jobs want diversity and they're hiring all these black women. Right, they're putting all these black women in powerful positions, and it's hard for us white men out there. And we should feel so bad, and for us white men, and it's so unfair, and blah, 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 blah. Right? When Will doesn't even know uh, that it's white men making all these rules, well, enacting these rules. That's number one. It's white men. Um, that's number one. Number two. It was not a problem to you when the boardrooms, the executive offices, the leadership roles were all white men or predominantly white men. How come you don't you do not? And this is what Stephen A was saying. You do not see the issue. Or issues happening. Because you're a white man and you've had things handed to you and you're so used to being in power. You're so used to things going your way. You cannot see the problems that other people are having or you refuse to see the problems other people are having because You're so used to living the lifestyle that you're living. You're afraid that other people, black women, black men, Latinas, Latinos, uh, Asian women, Asian men, whoever. You're afraid if we bring in these other people. That's going to threaten, somehow threaten your, your, your life, your lifestyle. Yeah, that's a weird that's a weird mindset to have. Especially when people of businesses work together for the betterment of the business. If you're in it for selfish gains or whatever, no matter your, your race, skin color, gender, uh you're 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 the one that's fucking up the business. It's not all these Mexicans that are taking their gerbs. It's not all these women. It's not all these anybody. You're the one fucking up the business. That's that. Uh, Shout out to Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman once again for holding their own... uh, two bright gentlemen and it's not saying I'm not saying that because of this clip I always thought they were bright gentlemen like I stated earlier on I do like them paired together because um I actually like them better than uh when Stephen A was doing the show with um Homeboy the other uh, I'm forgetting his name the show who the the guy who's on the show with uh uh Damn, I'm forgetting the other show. Either or. Either way, man. 
I like Matt and Stephen A better than I like Stephen A and his old co-hosts on uh, when they were doing the, uh, his old co-hosts on First Take or whatever, right? Um, but that's going to be it for this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name, timestamps in the description box below as usual. Wow. Once again, I want to say... Rest in peace to Nigel Shelby. Thoughts and prayers to his family once again. Um, and and if there's anything that I could do, if I can continue spreading the word, uh, please let me do so. Or any type of GoFund means I could donate to. Please let please let me know. Okay. Until then, stay black if you're black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBT lives matter too. And I'm out. Peace.